know that that is true. <laughs> See, it's really true for all of us. Some of us know that it's true. Others of us going to learn that it's true. <laughs> but then there's some that's going to die being deceived. There's no way that we could ever make it without the Lord. Give God some praise. Thank the media crew that worked so hard, the ushers, the, the worship team, and all those that make Sunday morning happen. Amen. The sanitation team that makes sure everything is sanitized and clean so that when we come in here, that we are in a safe environment. Amen. Guess it's time for me to preach. Amen. Hallelujah. We are on summer 24. Uh, Minister Otis said, man, you never going to get off this series. But he was looking at what I had to deal with, and he said, there's so much here. So let's see if we can put a dent in it today. Amen. Our scripture reading is from Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 9 in the Amplified. And it reads as such in our hearing. May blessing, worth, agitation, eulogy be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Messiah, who has blessed us in Christ in every given by the Holy Spirit blessing in the heavenly realm. Even as in his love he chose us actually picked us out for himself as his own in Christ. Before the foundation of the world that we should be holy consecrated, set apart for him, blameless in his sight, even above reproach before him in love. Hallelujah. For he foreordained us, destined us, planned in love for us to be adopted, revealed as his own children through Jesus Christ in accordance to the purpose of his will, because it pleased him, and it was his kind intent. Glory be to God. So that we might be to the praise that is the combination of his glorious grace, favor, and mercy, which he so freely bestowed upon us in the blood. Hallelujah. In him we have redemption, deliverance, salvation through his blood, the remission, that is the forgiveness of our offenses, shortcomings, trespasses, and according with the rich and graciousness of his gracious favor, hallelujah, which he lavishes upon us in every kind of wisdom and understanding, practical insight and prudence. Hallelujah. Making known unto us the mystery, the secret of his will, of his plan, and of his purpose. That in this, in accordance to his good pleasure, his merciful intent, which he had previously purposed and set forth in him. 
Hallelujah. I'm not preaching. I'm reading. Amen. <laughs> Stop there. That's good enough. I'll catch up with the rest of it as we go forward. In this finding yourself in Christ, the, the theme I, I want to hit on is we are chosen, adopted, redeemed, and sealed in Christ. Amen. Amen. Father, even now, Lord, Father, to your glory, to the praise of your glory, as we lift up Jesus, as we explain your truth, Father, let your Shekinah glory fall. Hide me behind your, your glory. Hide me behind your love. Where they don't see me, but we see you. Even now, Lord. Even now, Lord. Even now. In the mighty name. In the glorious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. How blessed we are in Christ. And sometimes we, we regulate our blessing to just when we die, we go to heaven. And we miss out on what God has done for us right now. Whether you know it or not, your, your heavenly bank account is full. <laughs> Matter of fact, when he said that you are blessed in the heavenly realm, the rest of chapter 1 begins to detail what that blessing is. Yeah. It begins to explain to a level that I, I, I can't exhaust what it says, but because we don't know or, or much of it has to be revealed by levels. God show you a little bit and when you start praising him about that, he'll show you a little bit more. <laughs> Until we start seeking him for what he has for us, we can't see. We won't see. The understanding of the Bible don't come by intellect. It really comes from illumination and revelation as the Spirit of God opens up our spirit to receive what God is saying. That's why, for those of you that reach out, can't understand, keep on reading. You know why? Because in your seeking, God said, oh, she really wants me. Oh, he really wants me. And he begins to unveil level by level what he has done, what he's doing, what he has for, for you and I. We, we have in Christ been restored spiritually to our original position in Christ Jesus. We have no clue what Adam and Eve lost when they sinned. But the condition, the the, 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 the fallout, the collateral damage, we see it every day. Uh -huh. 
in, 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 in all that's happening in the world. That's collateral damage. That's the Pandora box have been, has been open. I, I got some questions. I, I just got some questions I want us to think about. I, I don't want you to answer it, but what is your view of your life? In view that the fact that God so loved us that he sent his only begotten son and Jesus gave everything, everything, to purchase you and I, how do you see your life? Do you see that, 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 that religion is just one part of all these other parts and, and you give him Sunday? Have you asked the question, why did God pay so much? To get us back? And what is his purpose and intent for your life? When you pray, is your prayers about his kingdom come, your will be done, or, or God make me happy? One chicken got in a conversation with another chicken. The one chicken was a, was a, was a, was a egg-bearing chicken. The other chicken was going to go to the butcher shop. And the, and the chicken that laid eggs said, I make a donation every day. The chicken that's going to the, to the butcher shop said, I give everything I have. And many times we as Christians, we're that chicken that give a donation. In reference from the standpoint that he gave everything, we come to church donation. We give a little bit of money donation. We're, we're nice sometimes donation. <laughs> we love who we want to love donation. But if I don't like you, I don't have to be nice to you, donation. When this thing really gets a grip of us, when we begin to realize that God, before the foundation of the world, chose us, when we recognize that God has orchestrated and set everything up for our victory, when we begin to understand that the word adoption in the Greek means much more than the adoption we have here on a human basis. The adoption of God's children means that God has literally placed his spiritual sperm in you and you got his DNA inside of you. Hold on, hold on. The dark person of the Godhead has come and made you his temple. See, grieving the spirit isn't holding back a shout. Grieving the spirit is that, is that we're not listening to the prompting, the voice of God. We're acting contrary to our godly nature. Oh, 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 oh. First John tells us, 3 and 9 says, 
that you've been born again, you've been regenerated, that when God saved you, the power, what has happened in you, that God has placed his nature, his, his spirit in your spirit. Did you know that can't be undone? <laughs> you know, we ought to shout over that because what that means is that if you are truly saved, you can't lose your salvation. What that means is that you got to make sure you save through Christ Jesus, which means that your works have nothing to do with your salvation. But, but now that you are saved, you ought to have evidence. It ought to show up in your life. There ought to be some character. We, we need to start loving like Jesus, talking like Jesus, you know, and, and you understand that that just don't happen arbitrarily. It's when God start revealing himself, we start giving more of ourselves to him. God don't want our donation. He wants your life. He wants your life. And whenever we got the attitude, that we can do what we want to do when we want to do the way we want to do it. There's something wrong with our view of life. His principle of life, his divine spark, remains permanently within us to bring out of you his purpose and intent in you. Most of us pray like this. We tell God what we want, then we ask God to bless it. Did you know it's the other way around? We all be asking God, what do you want, Lord? Show me who I am, Lord. Show me what my purpose is in you. Show me what, what you're trying to do. I, I went to Pastor Dennis' retirement, thing, and, and his, his mentor is like 92 years old. And this is what he stood. He stood there, and he, and he said, I dare you to pray this prayer every day. He said, I, pray, I dare you to, to tell God, Lord, I'm yours. Do with me whatever you want to do today. And mean it. <laughs> Then he put a warning in it. He said, but if you start doing that, he said, things are going to start happening. But let me add something. But if you start doing that, you'll start seeing the power of God. you start experiencing God like you've never experienced him before. Listen, God is not, we are not waiting on God. God is waiting on us. The song they, they talk about, that beauty in my brokenness. You know, the, the only thing God really wants from us is our brokenness. He don't need my ability. He don't need my strength. Of that. He, he's constantly delaying us because we are getting in his way of us becoming like him. He, he, sometimes he puts us in fire. He puts us in trouble. He puts us in sin. I'm talking to somebody this way, and 
and, and, and we start talking about it was good that I was afflicted. Because through and in my affliction, I saw him. I saw him. The adoption, God said, I called you and I have made you my own. I have placed in the center core of you my spirit, my character, the character of Christ, which is Galatians chapter 5.22, which is the fruit of the spirit. He said, I'm not asking you to produce it. I'm asking you to let it be as it flows through you. You know what God is trying to do more? Get you and I out of his way. Watch this. Our attitude out of his way. What we think. Uh, 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 uh. Listen, God has not once asked me for my opinion. Has he asked you for your opinion? <laughs> Matter of fact, if he has, it wasn't God talking to you. Because God don't need your opinion. <laughs> he is God all by himself. But why, why would he ask our opinion when he already knows? Why would he ask our opinion when he already has it already fixed? But why, why would he ask our opinion when he already has it all worked out? If God, as, as Isaiah 46, 10 said, if God started at the end, then went to the beginning, then started time. What in the world, why in the world would he need our wisdom? You have a path, and, and a lot of your path, a lot of my path is being molded and shaped by him. And there are certain blessings, there are certain powers, there are certain delights that God can't bestow on us until, our, until we are ready. And as long as we stay stuck on stubborn, then what God intended, what God has to the praise of his glory, listen, in, in Ephesians chapter 1, to the praise of his glory is written three times. And when God repeats something, that is emphasis upon emphasis. When, when, when God repeats something, it's a man. Here he says it three times. So what he's saying is amen, amen, amen. That tells me then I need to watch what he's saying amen about. And as I look at Ephesians 1, what I discover is God has put enough of himself, enough blessings in each of us that you have been created as an instrument of his glory. Our highest purpose, our highest calling is that our life so shine that people see Christ in us and quit seeing us. Yeah. That take away 
just doing for God because if you're doing it and you doing it, we don't see him. You don't get no credit for that. But when, when we have come to the place that we recognize we need him, that sounds, I know, that sounds so simple. That is so hard. Somebody said, you need to explain that. Okay, let me explain it. Our fallen nature is just the opposite from our original state of being, of being made. I hear Christians all the time saying, well, you know, I call him when I need him. And I'm thinking, you need him all the time. Things haven't gotten that bad yet. Really? Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Or, or I do it my own way, and when it don't work out, I'll come back. The hell you will bring back with you will make you wish you would have went to him first. Uh, I need some witnesses in the house. I, I know, I know I'm not the only one. Listen, intent in choosing you, intent in picking you, watch this, not because of you, but in spite of you. Purpose and intent will adopt you, and now you are literally in your spirit. You have his spiritual DNA. He, here we adopt a child, but that child don't have your DNA. Guess what? God is God. God has given us his spiritual DNA. That's what born again means, that God, that it was dead, and now God has called it alive, and he placed his spiritual DNA in you. So I said, so there's no excuse saying we can't act like him. Hallelujah. Yes, you, know, you know, we got to put ourselves in check. Yeah. I told you before, you need to get a rubber band, and when you don't act like you'll snap yourself. Yeah. Cause yourself some pain. Because I believe when we don't, we cause him pain. That's the grieving of the Holy Spirit. He, he shudders because he's in us. And when we don't act like him, he shudders. One of my prayers is, Lord, Lord, make me more sensitive. Make us more sensitive to, to your heart. Because if we become more sensitive to his heart, all of a sudden you, you recognize even the little nuances that don't act like him, he's grieved. <laughs> Spiritual DNA. My, my brothers and sisters, this is a calling and it's a process. When I looked at this, I said, okay, Lord, show me the process. Went to Isaiah 43. And I know it's, it's Israel, but Israel is like the church in the Old Testament because they was called out. 
They were chosen. They were called his children. So, 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 so if I follow in Isaiah 43 what God did with them, it helps me understand what God is doing with us. Y'all yeah. ready? Okay, I said. But now, in past, in spite of past judgment of Israel's sin, watch this. God saved us in spite of our past sins. Don't that sound like us? Yeah. This says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, which is Israel, who formed you, O Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. One of the concepts we gotta understand is that Jesus lived a perfect life and he paid the price for it. Okay, let me, let me deal with this. God couldn't just forgive you and say, forget about it. You know why? God is holy. The, the judgment for sin is spiritual death and God's wrath. God being holy has to. But God loved you and I. So instead of judging us, he judged himself. He became one of us, paid the price for us so that God's holiness can be satisfied so that his love can be poured out. That's something to shout about. Matter of fact, turn to your neighbor and say, God loves me. God, if he did that for me, he loves me. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Isaiah, he said, he said I, I created you, I formed your Israel. Fear not, I have redeemed you, I have ransomed you, paying a price instead of leaving you captive. God said, I paid the price for you. Yeah. Not with silver and gold, but with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah. You was paid for, you was bought back yeah. from the penalty that was on us. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, I called you by your name. Yes, sir. Listen, listen. You was not randomly chosen. Amen. You was called by your the, the, the picture that I see of this is when Lazarus is dead and Jesus goes to the tomb because whether you know it or not, we were spiritually dead too. Hallelujah. Yeah. I don't care how good you think you were and all that, you was dead. And one day, I don't know whether you was in church, I don't know if you was in a bar, I don't know wherever, wherever, I don't know if you was on a good high, I don't know. But when he called your name, your spirit jumped. Something happened on the inside. There was a change that came about. Listen, listen, for all of us it's different, but, but, but it brings about a change. If you still as hellish as you was before you got saved, you need to go back and check your salvation. There's no way. I may not be as good as other people, but I sure am better than what I used to be. 
See, I'm not comparing myself to you. I know what God has done for me because I know what I used to be. There should be a marked difference and it doesn't have to be what other people say it is. It's that you know. Stood in front of a judge one day, standing with somebody that I knew, a friend of mine, and the judge ran off the charges. Boom, 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 boom. And the judge looked at me and said, so you mean to tell me he's saved? I looked at the judge and said, I know his past. I know where he came from. I know his hurts. I know what he suffered through. And compared to what he used to be, I know he's saved. He's not where he ought to be yet. And he's still being molded and shaped. But when I look back for where he came from, there's a change in his life. But my brothers and sisters, that's us. That's our picture. That's what God is painting. That's what God is doing. The, the, the problem is this, that in order for God to do it at the level and take us where he wants to take us, we have to say yes. We got to begin to let him mold us because we want to be where he wants us to be so we can quit being what we want to be. What's your vision? What's your picture? Yeah. And, 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 and watch this. I believe that a lot of our Christian view of what we have in mind for us need to change. Amen. We haven't consulted God. We haven't asked him, who am I in you? Why, why did you choose me? Why did you call me? What is your purpose for me? And Lord, help me to, to allow you to work in me. It, it was the song by a lady named Bree. Brother Nick was playing. I said, you got to send that to me. The song goes something like this. If I lost everything and didn't have anything and you were the only thing, I still have everything. Because I still got you. Do, do you know how much breaking it takes to realize that? I tell you what God is doing. God is taking away something. You know what this pandemic is about? Listen, you know what God did to the church? He took some things away. Because sometimes we lean on the things God gave us instead of leaning on him. 
Sometimes we, we don't realize who we got until all we got <laughs> is him. Oh, y'all, y'all, somebody need to be shouting. I know y'all scared to shout on this. Listen, listen, listen. Sometimes until God breaks us down, till we think we strong, we don't recognize how good he is, how powerful he is, how much he loves us. Listen, listen, listen. Y'all saw that one song said, beauty in my brokenness. Can, can, I, can I explain? God has to break us because he can't flow through our strength. Amen. We're home for the first service. Was coming back for the second service, and, and God was just crushing me. Crushing me. And I was praying. I said, Lord, I, I don't understand. Lord, I, I, I'm in obedience and everything that I know to be obedient in. This was years ago. And, and, and I remember as I was driving, in my mind's eye, I saw this, this, this clay pot comes up. And I said, okay, I know that's, that's 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And, 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 and in this clay pot were all these cracks and holes. I wonder, I said, that looks like me. Then I saw this picture that was out of the picture and it looked like liquid gold. And it started pouring in the vessel that was all cracked up. And it started flowing through all the holes and cracked. And God said this, I'm cracking you so I can be poured through you. So I can flow through you to bless others. It's not our strength. It's our weaknesses. Paul, the reason why I won't remove your thorn, because I need you broken. I need you dependent. I need you leaning on me. Because Paul, I work through your weakness because that's when my power may be seen. He says to Israel, he said, I called you to be my witnesses. Yeah. Listen, listen, did you know God called all of us to be his witnesses? Yeah. You know what I'm learning? I can't do much. But there's one thing I can do. I can point. Can you point? Yeah. I can point. Yeah. So when people talk to me, you know what I do? I point. Yeah. I point to the one that can save them. I, I point to the one that can heal them. I point to the one that has the answer to all their problems. I, I use the word. I, I use my testimony, but I point. I want to know today, is there anybody in the house that points? Yeah. Is there anybody at home that can point? Yeah. Listen, God's not asking us to do what we can't do, but he's asking us to do what we can do. Yeah. And everybody, 
that knows him can tell somebody it's him. It's him. It's him. It's him. Chosen for a purpose. Adopted. Got his name on you. You must say you need to tell the devil. He got his name on me. I'm his child. I said, I said, then, then, then he, he redeemed us, which means that you can't undo what God has done. Hallelujah. Now, hold on. Then he sealed it. You know what that means? That when the devil sees the seal, he knows I can't touch that. I can't touch that. That's God's property. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm God's property. I'm God's property. He got his hand all over me. We need to be so sure of that, that it changes the way we act. Okay, let me ask you a question, then I'm done. Do we act like we're God's property? Do we talk like we're God's property? Is our attitude? When you realize it, transformation takes place on the inside. This little cute stuff we do. Not cute no more. You know, little Johnny Cheezer, and he hitting you and everything. Wait till he gets 16. And God is saying to some of us, for too long. You brought shame to my name. Because I got my name on you. On me, Lord? You love me so much that you put your name on me? I'm carrying your name? Help me, Lord, to be a better representative You loved us like that? We can't afford to act any old way. He has his name on you. He has his name on me. And watch this, earth and hell is watching. The demons are watching. He has entrusted in us his name. 
And we are accountable. Because we're his children. Yes, we are. Those of you that don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, he loves you. Matter of fact, it says here that, that he paid a ransom to bring you out of captivity. There's deliverance in the name of Jesus. There's freedom in the name of Jesus. You know, no, watch, watch this, watch this. He's saying, peace be on to you. Favor be on to you. My presence be on to you. You know, you know what, you know what though? If my hands is full with mess, I can't receive the precious things he has for me. You know what? He's pulling from all of us the things that's doing us no good. And he's waiting for us to say, today, Lord, I give this to you so I can receive from you everything I need. If I lost everything and I didn't have anything, I still have everything because I got you. You got him. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He said, I will never leave you alone. He said, fear not, because I am there with you. Though you walk through the fire, though you walk through the flood, I carried you. Yeah. Don't you know it's him that brought you this far? Yeah. You never would have made it if it had not been for the Lord on your side. Through all the dangers seen and unseen, God was there. You would have lost your mind a long time ago, but God kept your mind. He's already proven himself. Do you know him? Though you accept and say, Lord, come into my life. I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And he will start working on you because he loves you. You can call that 400 number, 5131, and God, and that someone will call you. In the house, I got a minister here. There's a deacon that's going to come up. They will go out, talk with them. You don't want to miss this type of love. You don't want to miss that God, the creator of all the universe, your creator, and what he has for you. He loves you. Matter of fact, turn to your neighbor and say, he loves me. Father, give us a divine revelation of your love. Help us come to see you like we have never seen you before. Hallelujah. Lord, remove the blindfold. Yes, God. I don't know why you love us so much. So glad you do, God. I'm just glad yeah. that you do. Yeah. Lord, let them know you're not holding back from us. You want to bless us, but you need our full attention. Today, Lord, touch. Today, Lord, save. Today, Lord, heal. Today, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.